0: Log Talk Radio. There's no God to rise, that's why I dedicate my time, to the work of Rastafari in this time, so I and I can be free from this life, Get who try to claim my origins, and say they are the children of the blessing. I ancient time. guess who are the children of Edom, trying to run from Israel while their are which is their birthright, birthright of Esau to Jacob? Whoa, whoa, guess who are the children of Edom, trying to run from Israel while their are which is their birthright, birthright of Esau to Jacob? Caused it to be so He did not value the birthright yet we be right
1: That mean we're entertaining questions, comments, ideas, thoughts of, or from the public, or that could even mean our co-hosts. Really, we just open up tonight. There's no certain topic on the table. Of course, you know how some of us are. We always got a lot of things inside of us, but nothing is necessarily on the table. No table topics at this time. So. Again, tonight, it's open forum. It's just pretty plain, clear, isn't it? All right, so I just want to just get a few things out of the way before we start this open uh, forum. I want to remind everybody how much we really do appreciate those of you that sacrifice every single week to listen, and you've been doing this since 2011. I also want to remind everybody, because we always got these new listeners, so some of y'all heard this every week. Please be patient with your brother. Please be patient with your brother. Again, some people never heard this before. But I do want to remind everybody we have over 500 shows. And uh, on these shows, we have talked to a little bit of everybody about a little bit of everything. While we concentrate on five topics pretty much, we really talk about everything on this show. And we like to say it like this. On this network, it seems like we have this calling, if you will, or I have this calling, I should say, as the creator of these shows, to go at topics where the Father really is talking, or things, or sayings, or teachings that the Father really has put on the earth, and things He is really, really doing right now. But you just can't hear it taught, or talked about, rather. In the church I don't know why that is Brothers and sisters Why do you think that is We can talk about that But he really is saying A lot of things He has comments Not so much comments He has He has a say On what's going on in our earth If we will listen But what do you do When the powers that be Make sure that these answers or these revelations does not go forth. This is where Brother Seth come involved at in the Five Smooth on Network. We try our best to sign the alarm with that watchman up on the wall alerting the people of the Most High, which was Israel at the time, but today. It's Israel, but there's also spiritual Jews, people that whose heart has been changed, really changed and they have that faith and they are considered spiritual Israel. What sounded an alarm when we see threats to our relationship with the Most High, when we see threats to our health, when we see threats To the way we socially Respond to Ourselves, our homes And strangers When we see a threat In any way In any area of life That's threatening That way of life Or health in that area Brother that's all we're doing Sister that's all we're doing on this network We're just trying to Talk about things we know for sure That have set us free I mean peripheral I'm talking about I, I, I'm really talking about myself Because I can't speak for grown people Co-hosts on the network But I really have tried to choose people That's in line with that thought pattern We're just watching on the wall Brothers and sisters We're just watching on the wall So I've recorded a prayer that I think it can be recorded. Yes, it can be. Because I meant every word and I want you to agree with this prayer as we uh, open up this show today. Again, you tune into the Five Stone Network. I'm Brother Seth. And please listen carefully to this prayer and agree with it if you can. Okay brothers and sisters Let's go to our father in prayer Let's ask his blessings upon this broadcast And if you agree with me as I pray And as I petition this highest court Kingdom of the most high God Yah Israel If you agree Simply say amen under your breath So be it Father I just want to lift up this show Tonight Father I ask that you would by your Holy Spirit, your Ruach HaKadosh, by your Spirit, Father, speak through the co-hosts or the host, or guest, or whoever's going to be speaking to the people, or even through the callers, Father. Father, we ask that you would speak to us through your word. Father, let us be agents of change tonight Not just lifting up the problem Whatever we're going to be discussing Or the enemy, whoever the enemy is But Father, we ask that on this show That you be lifted up While we may examine the problem Discuss the problem, discuss the challenges Discuss the heartache, the pain We just ask that you be lifted up as the as a solution as as a song play in the background Waymaker, we ask that you be revealed tonight on this broadcast broadcast as the Waymaker. Father, we as a people petition your court, your presence, asking for change in our world, in our home, in our hearts. Father, let us not just be another group of people just talking for the sake of talking vain conversation. We ask that you would speak the wisdom that only you can give. You said, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of you who give it to all men, liberally and it not. Father, in your son's name, We ask that you will reveal to us your heart In the matters spoken tonight And Father we ask a special blessing Upon the listeners That if they're suffering with pain Discomfort in their bodies Where they can't hear you We ask that you will rebuke And we rebuke The enemy In Christ's name Spirit of sickness and infirmity And we even speak to bodies and command. These bodies receive peace. These bodies will receive healing. In Yeshua's name. In Jesus' name. All these things we ask. As the body on this broadcast tonight. Amen. Okay, and we're back, brothers and sisters. This is a little song I prepared, I'll be playing it periodically on these shows. And though, even though show, prayers are recorded at the time, I prayed that I meant it, and it it will last. It, you could use it forever because my heart was where it should have been. And even I agree with the prayer that i heard me say, brother. There's power, sister. There's power in agreement. We got to start believing the Bible. We have to start believing the Bible. We have to start believing the Father. We have to start believing. We have to, as we are under the authority, we are in the clutches of these people. And we found out Tuesday, or we didn't find out Tuesday, but we was reminded Tuesday, just who runs the power on this earth. So, some of y'all don't like to talk about white supremacy. I understand, you don't like to cause it. I understand. But you're not, if you're not in the kingdom, if you're not trusting, trusting, trusting the Most High, you are in the hands of somebody other than the Father that ought to to alarm you. So I want to go ahead and uh, um, say, get one more thing out of the way that I want to bring on my co-hosts, because tonight is one of those shows where no certain person is leading out. We're just going to be talking about different things that's on our hearts and minds, so... Let me just get a few more things out of the way, then I'm going straight to the phone line. But brothers and sisters, again, follow us. Please follow the Five Swing Stone Network uh, because it really going to benefit you because you'll get notices sent to you every single time we schedule a show, just like this show. This show wasn't planned uh, uh, more than 24 hours ago. But if you was following us, you would have got that message. See what I mean? Follow us, brothers and sisters. Can you know what's going on with the Firestone Stone Network. That's the benefit of following the show. You get these messages, okay? I want to just say this to everybody listen to the show because sometimes I'm controversial, especially on Tuesday night. I made a lot of comments, very bold comments, as we we'll attack white supremacy in the books uh, on the book on uh, that we're writing on Tuesday nights. I said on the show, but I'm gonna say it again, folks. Y'all have got to know, brother Seth is full of, number of love for all people. I'm not attacking a people; as a, I'm attacking a philosophy. I'm attacking a, the, uh, the, the Satan and evil spirits that have that are promoting this lie that has caused human beings to be divided. And that's what the enemy do. That's where we get the term "divide and conquer" because watching Satan. So that's the greatest divide and conquer. Uh, uh, philosophy ever hit the earth's surface, I think. Outside of the love of money, I think white supremacy, when people would literally actually think they're better than the next person based upon skin color. It was a joke at first, but then they become with oh, all this false science, face, fake science to prove it, and people, uh, generations later, start believing it. Now, when they first came out with this, people laughed at them. But they begin to go throughout the earth destroying anything that will prove them different, destroying the nose of the Sphinx, destroying images in South America, destroying images in North America, Africa, everywhere that will point back to so-called dark-skinned people being the original people of this earth. Then they burn down libraries and key information. They begin to murder people and kill certain scientists and just like they do today. So we look up now, we all buy into this lie that white people literally is a legitimate people uh, based upon their color. Even the way I just say it, white people, I just categorize them. So on Tuesday nights we get into that, and sometimes I, 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 I want to know how white people feel. I want to make sure that if I'm doing my job, they shouldn't feel offended because they should see the the love and hear the love and know that I'm attacking the philosophy. And a lot of times, a lot of our so-called white brothers and sisters do actually feel that. But I tell you, you have a problem with us, or with me, or with the teaching. It's black people. And black self-hate, which is white supremacy in reverse, is no joke. Do not value ourselves the way the Most High does. And my people, so-called my people, and I'm basing my people based upon uh, uh, being Israel, and I'm only basing that upon because we fulfill prophecy. Outside of that, I couldn't even say my people because I won't know who I'm uh, affiliated with or who I'm joined to or who I'm kin to. So outside of Israel, on the earth, it's hard to distinguish who other people are. So I don't know what we call them, so for my shows, I say so-called white, so-called black. But African-Americans, I believe, is one of the lost tribes of Israel. And anybody uh, practicing it or uh, living out these prophecies as a people, as a nation, or a group of people all over the earth, if they're living out the prophecies, I call them Israel. But outside of Israel, I have to say Gentiles or, you know, what else you going to call them? So right now I use the term white tar. Africans with very little pigmentation. If you go with that, you defeat white supremacy. But saying white, you're buying into the scenario. You're buying into the lie every time you say it. That's why your brother, now y'all understand why I say so called all the time. I don't want to feed the beast. I don't want to feed the beast. I don't want to feed the lie that. Satan created. He just smiles every time we say white and black, because it's a lie. It's a lie. I said it's a lie. It's like every day you say Santa Claus, Santa Claus, Santa Claus. Well, I don't believe in Santa Claus. Well, why you say it every day? That's what we do. We say black and white. No such thing. We only know who Israelites are. One more time. Because they're living our prophets So we can say we're Israelites So when I say my people, I'm talking about Israelites But if I wasn't Israelite or I wasn't sure I was an Israelite Then you don't know who you are You just know you're human You can say you're a spiritual Jew So anyway Y'all missed it If you didn't tune in Tuesday night While we're writing a book on the air Talking about White supremacy. Speaking of writing a book on the air, I'm going to let you get a little a peek a peep of who is actually transcribing the book. So I'm play a little commercial right quick. This is our first commercial tonight. We don't normally play commercials that often. We play, we play infomercials, but we got to get back to playing commercials and infomercials, brothers and sisters. So we'll be right back. This is the person that's actually describing, or the company that's actually describing my book. And uh, check this out.
2: Are you a podcaster? YouTuber, lecturer, public speaker, or pastor? Did you know that having your audio transcribed has a panoply of benefits? Transcriptions help you create merchandise, improve your search engine optimization, grow your listenership, viewership, readership, and protect your content from potential shadow banning. If you would like more information, please contact Yoel Describe, at yoelbenyisrael.com. That's Y-O-E-L-B-E-N-Y-I-S-R-A-E-L dot com. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Shalom.
1: public forum tonight, open public discussion tonight. We are open. What is on your minds, brothers and sisters? If you're on the phone lines, press 1. We'll bring you on. You can ask your question, make your comment. If you're online and you're listening, you have some on your heart, mind, and spirit, call that number, 914-205-5590. It should be right there in front of you on the promo. All right, go to the phone lines. Uh... Eric 513 five one three 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 one brother Purcell Porche, welcome to the show tonight, brother. Go ahead and say hello to the people.
3: Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. It's your boy Ambassador Purcell and Dale Porche, all the way hey, out here in Central Texas for hot Life Kingdom Ministry, where we believe in bringing the saltiness back to the believer through rightly dividing the word of truth and kingdom principles. Thank you, uh, Brother Seth, for having me on tonight. Thank you for uh, availing yourself once again. We, we are grateful for the Five Full Stones Network. Uh, follow us. Follow us. We, we pay off Throughout the show Follow us And the reason why I say that um, Because the content that comes Across the air On this show Is very Very good stuff It's good stuff Um, It's life changing Yes Um, It's eye -eye opening Um, It's revelatory it's relevant. It's it's relevant. Um, it's just it's just wholesome, wholesome, wholesome information. Um, so yeah. So follow us. Follow us. Five Smooth Stones Network. Um, I'm grateful for the Five Smooth Stones Network. I'm grateful for what God is doing through the Five Smooth Stones Network. I'm grateful because the Five Smooth Stones I believe is. Shifting the atmosphere
4: It's shifting
3: the atmosphere As well as Bringing um, Light Bringing light And you know light is light Uh, It's bringing life And light To the world Light and life To the world So I am grateful And excited about being a part of it um, I'm so grateful that uh, Brother Seth handpicked me to be a part of what, is, what he's doing uh, with the Five Smooth Stones Network. Um, I'm grateful for his life. I'm grateful for what God is doing for him and his family through the Five Smooth Stones Network. So again, um, I'm excited about the Five Smoke Stones Network, man. There's a lot of things going on. Like Seth said, it's open forum tonight, open discussion. Um, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff going on today. I heard about something today. Um, I don't know where we're at, Seth, but I heard, I'm going to say this real quick. I heard about a six-year-old in Newport News, Virginia, Shooting his teacher, six years old, brought a gun to school and shot his teacher. If you all haven't figured out already, we are living, literally living, in the last days. We're living in the last days, man It's, 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 it's evident It's evident in our, in our weather It's evident in the, the crazy things That are happening around us um, We're living in the last days And the Bible admonishes us To not forsake the assembling of ourselves together As the manner of some is But exhorting one another And so much the more As you see that day approaching It is pertinent That we begin To build each other up We begin to edify one another We begin to uh, Exhort one another It's, It's high time For us to build one another up And stop With the catty stuff That's going on In the body of Christ Um, It's it's time out For The unnecessary foolishness That's going on Because we are actually living I don't know if you know it or not But we are living In a dying world There's people around us Dying Every day and I don't mean dying uh physically I mean dying spiritually, yes literally people all around us are dying spiritually a lot of our our children have fallen prey to this demonic force um, called we. Oh, I heard oh,
1: somebody on, say. Hold on, Priscilla, you're getting into it. Okay, hold on, Priscilla. Okay. What I want to do. All right. I just want you to do an intro. Remember the first time you come, and you're just saying who you are and all that, and then. I am intro. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Because there may be <laughs> <laughs> there may be some other other people want to say <laughs> hello, man. And then after everybody oh, say yeah, hello yeah, yeah. We'll, then we'll come to who. What's on y'all's mind? Then you. Then you can. Pick up, I matter of fact, I want you to pick up where you left off. But a hand has went up, I, and I think it's Brother John. I want him to say hello to the people and everything. And then Absolutely. if he wants to comment, because he may be trying to comment on what you just said, or he may just be saying hello. But right now I just want everybody to say hello. And then I want you to pick up where you left off, or Brother John can comment on what you're saying. So let's just see what he was on his heart right now. Again, Brother Seth, you're tuned okay. to the Possible okay. Network. I'm Brother Seth. We have Priscilla <laughs> Poche in the house uh, per se, rep- represents also Salt Life Kingdom Ministries. Uh, and so let's go to the phone lines. Eric, code 972-755, Brother Giant. Welcome back, Brother. With uh, your question or comment, I'll go ahead and say hello to the people.
5: Hello, everybody. Uh, brother Jay. Hello, hello. In the spot, as always, as you all
1: well know, I normally don't come.
5: As, as these days, I normally don't jump on unless I'm like, like got a question, like or a comment that, uh, which, what's funny is normally Brother Seth normally shuts me down on these, but it, I, I speak directly to Brother Corshay. I'm like, weed is is that is that? Like, keep in mind, I don't smoke weed. I'm not a proponent <laughs> of it from, from that standpoint. But I'm just baffled. Like, is this? would think that we would see one of the works of the flesh, um, some of the deceptive uh, (laughs) uh, things that Satan does. But I'm thinking like marijuana cigarettes. I'm just baffled at that one. I would ask the Brother Perce to explain stuff at some point.
1: (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Did I miss something? I don't remember hearing
3: Many of us, our children, have fallen victim to this demonic force. I call weed.
1: Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Many of many of yes, our it's children. Pretty far back. That's a new one. Well, brother John, yeah. listen. I want to welcome now, you, brother. You, uh, go ahead. Go right here. I'm sorry. I, I, what I was well, was
5: saying is that I, I, if, if if what brother Pache is stating is the case. I would just say, hey, I didn't see the sense. I would ask that he would explain it. Uh, obviously, you know, he's a scholar that pertains to the scriptures, uh, given scriptural background. I, I just saw so many other things, like when on the state of the body of Christ, um, it, you know, there's a lot of things that set us. I didn't see marijuana cigarettes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll am sorry. joke around when I say that's the way the old time is say it, marijuana cigarettes. But, um, but keep in mind, again, a lot of people would probably say that, Brother Jay, you're probably saying that because you smoke weed and now you're being defensive. No, I don't smoke it. I tried it. It never worked out for me. I tried it the second or third time. It never worked out for me. So I never did marijuana uh, like that. But I just, I just didn't see when I dealt with anyone who ever did smoke it, d I, I let's just say that I saw way worse in people that you don't know if they smoke it or not. There was just other works of the flesh. There were other other levels of the of the, uh, angels demonic angels posing that spirit of light. Matter of fact, I would even venture to say that the 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 uh, gospel of the, the the prosperity gospel did way more to set us back than we'd ever did. <laughs> the prize oh, way more than we ever did. That's part. Uh but anyway I'll, it I'll it let uh, brother Pochet handle
1: that. Well let me say before Percell Pur- handle that, uh let me say this about um Go ahead, brother Priscilla Maybe you, if you made it, maybe you're going to say what I'm going to say. If not, I'll come behind you. Go right in, brother.
3: Okay. First of all, um, I could I couldn't hear brother John very well, but I heard him uh, um, say that he wanted me to explain this, my position on this whole we take. <clears throat> now, my position on this. Um, makes perfectly good sense, okay, because the weed, the weed phenomenon today is totally different from back in the day. Okay, um,
1: hold on a second. Hold, hold on a second. Um, I hope I'm making the right decision here. Um, it's open form. So I guess let's just flow with it. Go ahead, brother.
3: Patel. Yeah, let me let me just get this out. Okay, so yes, yeah, it's, a, it's a totally different. It's a it's a different day today, as it relates to um, drugs and alcohol. I mean, it's the same spirit. Drugs and alcohol is the same the same spirit. Uh, somebody might say, "Well, weed, that ain't drugs." Yes, it is. Weed is a mind-altering drug. Say what you want, but it's a mind-altering drug. Some of us got children who would rather buy some weed before they would buy something to eat. We got, some of us got, some of us young people, not even young people, it's people who, it's people who, um, their life revolves around weed. I mean, I have a son of my own who failed the drug test to go to the military. I mean, to have a, a, a career. And it's continuing in that same cycle and doing absolutely nothing. I don't care how many times we get on him about a job, he won't get a job. Or he won't keep a job.
1: Hey, Priscilla. But he
3: but he can say let, hi, let me.
1: Let me interject say, because that's don't. actually good. That's actually good. I wanna interject in less than thirty seconds. Somebody will tease me, uh they listen to the show, they say, You say thirty seconds it will be five minutes, but it's gonna be thirty seconds this time. Purcell is <laughs> profoundly correct. It's an epidemic. Almost every household is experiencing what he's saying. Go ahead, brother.
3: Yeah, I gotta I gotta Another friend of mine who, son, all he do is get high. That's all they do is get high. Get high, sit at home, and play the video game. I got another wow. friend whose son, all he do is get high. He messed around and was riding one one night on his way home and got a blowout on the car. Rather than this dude, and and got insurance where he could call and get roadside assistance. This dude just got out of the car and left it on the side of the highway, and got a ride home. Didn't try to change the tire. This this kid is twenty four years old, man. Don't know how to don't know how to change a tire. I'm telling you what I know. I ain't telling you what I heard. This thing is this thing is out of control.
5: It really is literally
3: out of control, man.
5: Are these a believer?
3: Well, believers and unbelievers alike. It ain't no it I'm ain't only no. I'm referring
5: to believers because there, there's, there's two ways to approach this. The fact that someone did what you just explained, in my opinion, is more a lack of discipline in their life than the fact that this is marijuana cigarettes.
3: And so, if this is okay, but listen, but listen to this, John. Listen to this. I don't mean to cut you off, but listen to this. If I can set my watch by when I get high, okay, I can get high consistently. I can be disciplined in that area. See, we do what we want to do. This is what I. This is what I've learned over the years. We do what we want to do. We we are disciplined in the area we want to be disciplined in. That's all of us. Now, um, say what you want, but if it's something that I really want, that I'm really uh, in tune with, or that I'm really involved with, I'm going to be disciplined where that's concerned. Some of us just like, uh-huh. just like the uh, the addict, the the functioning addict, the functioning addict will go to work consistently every day, on time, even work overtime. Now he's disciplined in that area, but when he gets that check, five minutes later, that check is spent. Okay. But but he's disciplined in the area of going to work to get that money. He ain't knocking nobody over the head. And stealing the money, he's going to work every day. Agreed. That's takes discipline.
1: And, you know, Purcell, I yeah. think this is a very good topic. I am not wasn't a fan, to be honest, because I'm thinking we. But, you know what, the more I think about it, it is what Purcell just said. He did a horrible job. It's way worse than that. It's way, 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 way worse than that. He didn't do a horrible job, but I'm just saying he's on spot, he's on point as far as. And brother John bringing this, brother John actually brought it up. This is a very good topic. I, I, I have some of my heart to share, and we don't have to steal any one topic, or we can. Doesn't matter. But I do have something I want to share later. But Purcell, Brother John, and the listeners, this is an epidemic. I think so-called African Americans is getting played. I just heard a little noise, everybody. Just kind of keep it quiet. But really quickly, really, really, really listen to this. <coughs> Whoever just did something, that right there, we hurt you. So please, you just maybe need to meet me until it's time to talk again. But listen, this is how it go down. This is how it's going down. They legalized weed, marijuana, in all these states, right? So now these young people feel like they caught us lying. They have an attitude. They're smoking with an attitude now. You bet not try to tell somebody smoking weed that it's nothing other than healthy and wholesome. So what's happening is, like with everything, white people, so-called white people, Their kids is out there getting high, as well as some of the adults as well. But they don't have to worry about drug tests and all this stuff because they run the empire. Whenever we start trying to do what they do, hollering about it's legal, it's legal, that's them. Instead of you saying that's their problem, you know, but no, we buy into the whole weed, legal, healthy thing. So what's happening is our kids don't own the empire. They can't sometimes get their drug tests through out because of who they are. It's all type of white privilege around this. So they enforce these drug tests where they want. You know what I'm saying by the spirit, even if you never heard on the news. You know they're doing it, right. right? So Absolutely. we're flunking drug tests, and some of them, is flunking too. They always to have some casualties of war. But a lot of them is getting in the door anyway, and a lot of them are not being tested in management and so forth. So it's a trick. Now you look up, and you got all these young people that that feel like they've found the the fountain of youth smoking weed like they crazy. Now it's people smoking 24-7 all the time, got to step outside. It's a trick of the enemy got me really pissed off our homes is ravaged by this philosophy everybody (laughs) if are they under 25 they smoke as a rule if they don't smoke they have smoke I don't remember it being like that when I was in high school I'm not saying it was better back I'm not on that better than back in the day and all that I'm not saying that right now I'm just saying back then I'm not saying, again, everything was better. Some things was better. Some things was worse. But regards to this one little topic, people did get high clubs clubs when they go out and stuff. But they weren't smoking weed on Tuesday, Wednesday. There, some of them were, but not like they are today. I'm telling you yeah. all, okay. there's a lot it's of worse. people addicted. I remember I went to this drug rehab place to visit a, a, a relative, and he was telling me a lot of people in there was not from cocaine like he was there for. He was saying, there's people in there from marijuana. I say marijuana? He said, yeah, that guy right there. He said, he's here from marijuana. I say really? Just marijuana? And this is what he told me. He said the guy told him he didn't think at first marijuana was an addicting type of drug. But the marijuana opened up the door for the cocaine or the this or the that. And so he's in rehab for it all because he recognized the marijuana is what got him searching for this higher feeling or whatever, higher in, you know. So I think it's all a trick of the enemy, and the people that's going to come out on the short end is going to be African-American. We have got to say no to this decadent culture. Go ahead, Priscilla or, or John
5: the marijuana was not the gateway the personality or the spirit that that person dealt with was the gateway that person was just open to whatever someone put on the table before them that's the reason why marijuana turned into cocaine turned into LSD or the opium or whatever the case may be it's this person their willingness to try, their willingness to, to put themselves in harm's way, which is not everyone. And I guess ultimately the only reason why I'm willing to consider this discourse is because there's no shortage of people who responsibly smoke marijuana. In the same way that you spoke of persons who are functioning addicts, there's some people who are just functioning. They're not even addicts. And so it's like you you have to consider that. And so if there's a ravage, as, as it's stated, the question becomes, is this a ravage in the body of Christ, or is this just a ravage in general? Because I personally don't see it as a ravage in the body of Christ. That's the reason why I ask, are these people born again? I think there's people who are born again who deal with this, from people that they're familiar with, and so they see this second hand. They don't deal with this first hand. So that's the the only reason why I brought this up, is to say, to me, (laughs) the prosperity gospel, the Christian church in general, um, white supremacy in general, these are way more insidious types of issues that we deal with. Uh, And and we we is a much lesser demonic spirit, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. when you're dealing with those, what white supremacy did to Christians and non-Christians, what the prosperity uh, gospel has done. Uh, The houses that they've ravaged, the, the marriages that broke up because they gave and the prosperity didn't come. They probably are the ones smoking weed at this point. But that's the only reason why I brought this up. It's just to say, like, hey, I don't, I'm not saying that weed doesn't have a foothold on the black community, so to speak. I just feel like these other, it's, it's an obvious issue. These other ones, not so obvious. Not so obvious. And, and when you don't know that you have an enemy there, that's when that enemy is able to continue to gain ground on you. That's all that I was really trying to get out there. Well, I just want to say,
1: it's a beef. It is a beef. To be, not have control as much as we need our minds, tuition, our spirit. If we does remotely.
5: Our coffee.
1: Yes. Anything we can come up with, our cookies, our whatever that's what we deal with on this show if it's a thief and it's coming to steal kill and destroy it can get some play on this network so there are bigger giants as you said brother john the white supremacy i think that's one of the biggest i told you outside of love of money i think it's the second biggest but i would definitely entertain somebody else that know of a smaller demon devil thief and weed i'm telling you brother john I'm telling you from experience. If you see what I saw, the kind of behaviors a lot of these young people have, the work ethics, and and I, I talk to them, Brother John. Um, you know me. I'm very nosy. I'll go and I'll talk to them, and I want to know what make them tick. I'm at work, and I bet you, I'm not exaggerating, okay? I bet you 73 young people have come through my job. They all want to lay down, sleep, and I do mean lay down like they would lay on the floor if we let them, but they'll lay at their desk with a blanket. It's obvious black young people is acting different than any other ethnic group. I work around Indians. I work around people from Jordan, people from Israel, all over the world. Black people stands out. Girls, when the police come to my job, it's because black girls was fighting every single time. It's been like nine fights since I've been there, all on black girls. If you go talk to them, they all have the same type of culture. Every single one of them was talking about they smoke weed. How you know that, brother? I literally go talk to them. I can't say I talk to every single one of them that was fighting, but most of them I talk to is rap. It's, it's, it's that culture. And I hear some noise in the background, y'all. Please, y'all, just meet us if you're not talking, because I don't want to keep talking about the noise. I heard the conversation that just went down. So, anyway, so, brothers and sisters, marijuana is bad news. Sugar is bad news. Alcohol is bad news. And why not on this program say it, say it often, and try to do our people to Pick different You don't need to be high Ever Under no circumstance The Bible says he that drinketh is not wise I thought we were supposed to be trying to be wise Don't silly drink
5: is, That is the silliest it, it, It's almost like you step out Of what's actual Into <laughs> The fictitious it, it, It's almost like Never read all the other scriptures In Proverbs and Ecclesiastes It's almost like like You you pick the one And that's how I'm going to run my life Well Proverbs and Ecclesiastes And even for that matter It's to give you Understanding and wisdom It's such that You don't take one scripture And that's how You run your life No you take a multiplicity Only within that multiplicity Will you be able to address any given situation at any given time? Why? Because you have the knowledge from several different areas, and that's what wisdom becomes. It becomes the proper application of that knowledge. It becomes the spirit of God speaking the word of wisdom into you. So now I get to speak plainly about alcohol because I drink alcohol daily daily have am I able to stop yes brother Seth has seen me Arlene has seen me they ask hey done can you go two weeks without drinking yes I can't did I do it yes I did well then why do you feel like you need to drink again it's my choice to do and I did it did it stop me from being productive and work no I just came off the best year of my life financial standpoint from a W-2 partial self-employment standpoint, it's not like I use those things to say, hey, this is the barometer of success. No, but what I'm saying is that don't take the one thing and say I have this knowledge and now I run my life by this alone. You take the wisdom, which is knowledge from several different areas, and you apply it as it needs to be applied. And so, again, I say that for the person Matter of fact, I would rather have a person who is disciplined in their smoking of marijuana than a person who's undisciplined in just simply their diet. We die more from hypertension than we do marijuana. We die more from diabetes than we do from cocaine. But why do we not speak about those things? As a matter of fact, gluttony is is mentioned marijuana and cocaine, I'm sure you could make a a plausible argument saying, hey, this this you know, this is uh uh affecting your mind or something to that effect. But what's actually killing them? I could make another plausible argument for those things. And so again, um while i I'm not looking for this to be the main topic, I just simply I simply just say Hey, I've had this discussion a thousand times, John. Don't you know it says this, out of the other, so and so forth? Don't you know I've had I've had these discussions a multiplicity of times. Faith is sin. Well, that's as what far
1: as, as far as 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 far as drinking, I've often said this to people, and they were shocked. When I say, the Bible doesn't say it's a sin. Nowhere. But it does says in Proverbs 20 and 1 and other places, I can't think of, it says wine is a marker. Let me turn here. Wine is a marker. Wine produces markers. I'm just going through different versions. I got about nine versions in front of me. Bible hub. Wine is a mocker. They need to break down what mocker is. I know what it means, but so people know because folks don't believe me. Wine is strong, and drunkenness is disgraceful, and no one that is excessive in it is wise. A Brenton Septuagint translation. Wine is wine is intemperate. Is an intemperate thing. And a strong drink full of violence; every fool is entangled with them. Uh, KJV, of course, say wine produces mockers. Alcohol leads to brawls. Those led astray by drink cannot be wired. It just says it mainly talk about it mainly condemns drunkenness. The Bible condemns drunkenness, not so much wine. Now keep in mind. Some of the stuff we drink today have nothing to do with what they drunk back then and it's still mind
3: altering.
5: Hold on,
1: let me get at what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is when something alters your mind and you can't function properly, you can't distinguish between good and evil. You can't distinguish what's good for you or not. Because, see the problem is this, Brother John, people say, Well, I can handle it. Then they go do it. And then they can't handle it. That's one reason I never drink. It's not that I think it's a sin. I just believe that drinking ain't wise. If something could alter your mind, why you need it? People say, well, it mellows you out. Well, is there anything else on the planet that can mellow you out? Why wouldn't you do that? If it really, really, really mellows you out, why would you do something that's going to end up... Changing or altering your judgment. That's what the Bible knocks not so much wine or anything else we do if it's not altering your judgment now you may be somebody else may be a person that can Drink this and it not bother them. But as soon as we start preaching. Hey, it's okay. You know to, We start pushing to Not even pushing but we just have to be careful I would hate to say what I'm saying right now somebody here just broadcast say, Brother Seth say it's not a sin, so I'm gonna go try it. And then they end up addicted. And then they say, Well, you know, I heard about drinking on the past on network. Brother Seth said that uh, you know, it's not a sin but if you get drunk so I so it's just one of those things in life you have to be careful But it's it's, it's the same as eating. Yeah, you know. Everything, so everything, again, everything that's not I, all I know sin. is this: this is this is what I know. We know something is wrong with weed. We know something is wrong I, I, I with alcohol. I, I oh. Last thing, last thing. Support here, thing. Here is what I do know. Here is what I do know. <laughs> if smoking weed back in the day? Could I say it was a sin? And keep in mind, they talk about the smoke in the lungs, not being healthy. <laughs> I guess you forgot about that. Smoke in the lungs, by every surgeon general I know, says it's not right. It's even on the back of cigarettes. It's ain't healthy. Well, the same smoke, not the same smoke, but the smoke again is going to your lungs. When you're smoking weed, how is high, it all of a sudden healthy. And everybody was told, "Well, you know, if you if you if you if you are ill, you can actually eat weed to help you." Well nobody ain't talking about eating weed, we're talking about smoking weed. So you got people like that. You see what I'm saying? So when you start talking about, well, it's other, know, e- it, e- Seth,
5: the reason why you have pe- the reason why you have people like that is because they have seen attributes that the quote unquote Christians have always condemned. And so, what do they do? They do the exact same thing. That anyone does when someone condemns them they fight back and they find all the information that they can find and they present that information and and the fact is that there's Christians who just simply would they will never accept it and that's that's cool you don't have to accept it but at the end of the day anything that is not faith is sin, which means that you are not in the position nor is anyone
3: I'm sorry? No, I said right. Anything that's not
5: uh, right. Hey, just think, absolutely. And so the question becomes, who are you, quote, unquote, anyone who steps in that position to judge another man's servant, as the, as the word says? That person either stands or falls to the Most High. That person is a servant to the Most High, as are you. Now, this Absolutely. is, again, that's the reason I asked for sale, hey, are we talking about believers or are we just talking about the world? Because the world, we have nothing to do with That They are doing their thing. we do not, we're not supposed to be trying to go in and and, and change the world So what the world does. But if it's our brother in Christ, we speak to our brother. If, if our brother doesn't listen, then do we go to two or more persons within the body? And, and we know, you know the pecking order, because that's a little different. And that's the reason why I say, hey, who are we talking about here? All right? So, I, I, again, I don't want it to just sound like, oh, boy, here goes Brother John again. And he must apparently smoke weed regularly. No, I don't. It's like <laughs> It never works for me. It never works for me. But for the people who did smoke it, I personally had no peace with them. That's between them and God. If God spoke to me directly and said, speak to them, then so be it. But uh, in general, there is not a single scripture, one that ever said, hey, this should not be done like this. Maybe one could say, hey, if you do not defile the temple. Whoever defiles or uh, 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 destroys the temple, them
1: out of the. Maybe you could use
5: that or something like that. I don't I know. I guess
1: what I'm trying. So,
5: I'm ahead, brother Seth.
1: Okay, I gotta watch this. I, I thought you came to a pause, but I don't think you did. So I want to interrupt you. Go ahead, brother. If you want to. I, I, I
5: did. No, no, I, I'm done. I'm done with that. Uh, I, I guess I, I, I'm done. Over-
1: what I'm trying to say, brother John, is this. I think you'd have to work at a high school or even a middle school, unless you are out in the public and really come into contact with a lot of mothers where well, you can hear these stories. Or like Purcell, he worked in the school, he worked at the school. Purcell is around a lot of people. He, he's very sociable. That's just his personality. Mm-hmm. And I just so happen to be the same way. When I see people acting a certain weird way, I want to know why. I go talk to them. Mm-hmm. We have not touched the surface. The smoking of marijuana by Americans, really, but I'm talking about so-called Israelites, and African Americans, right now. It is not a good thing. Our young people is high. I don't care if they and we think because they're functioning and they're on a the job, but they just that's a, it don't mean nothing. Well, they're positions, so. Is it judgment altering? Is it taking away their drive? If if it's an, if they're addicted and holding down a job or marriage or whatever, that don't exempt them from the fact they're addicted. When you're addicted,
2: when you are addicted,
1: it's gonna steal from you. It's gonna kill from. It's gonna destroy something in your life. Something. When, what I when I'm addicted to something, it don't matter what it is. You, you can just name it. I don't try to justify it if I'm addicted. Let me just share with y'all right now. I've struggled with addiction to for pornography for years. I'm not proud of it. I ashamedly bring it up because it's a mocker. Same scripture about wine. Wine is a mocker and beer is a brawler. Porn is a mocker. Strong drink is raging. Porn is a raging. And whosoever deceived thereby is not wise. Whosoever deceived by porn is not wise. All sin does the same thing; it still kills and destroys. To get to to, to to take drinks, they did it throughout time. Alcohol, it, it did it throughout time. I can't say it's a sin to socially drink or something. I can't say that. I, I've tried to tried to find the Bible. it's not there. But it knocks drunkenness. Why would we be trying to justify something that if you just take one more sip, you you in the you over the edge? And seeing how our people are, knowing who we're talking about, Israel, who struggle to obey the Father anyway, why would you give them, put them out something, and I'm not saying we're doing all this, but I'm just saying, this is why I'm careful with this topic of smoking weed, drinking, and all this, because this is where a lot... A lot of our people, anytime in, in the police or uh, uh, homicide detectives go out there, what's the common denominator in most homicides? I know somebody got to be understanding what I'm saying. What's the common denominator with all those young people that I talked about? Just can't even call your insurance company to get a, a tire fix. All these young boys laying on these couches and these young black girls going out and, and and doing more productive, but some of them smoke, too. A lot of them smoke, too, so it don't justify them. But I mean the young man, the young lions, are little pussy cats. What made them that way? What's the common denominator? Go interview them. Do it. I do it. I talk to them. It's smoking marijuana, y'all. It's alcohol, y'all. So, can I say it's a sin to, to uh to drink? no drunkenness? yes, it's not wise, and it's crippling and handicapping a nation It's causing all kinds of crimes because people's judgment is not where it needs to be, and they are murdering, killing each other all types of crimes just go as the homicide department and the d e a or the drug part uh, the drug uh, police of any city. What's the common denominator in all these crimes? It's always, always, always drugs, alcohol, every time. So I ain't got no holler for it. But that don't mean that don't mean I'm some holier than now because there's things I do. Hold on, hold on. I'm wrapping up. Let me jump in here. This is just my testimony. I don't have no holler for no alcohol or no marijuana because I got holler for pecan pie and what I do. So I'm not trying to get me on more things to get me further out. But then again, y'all can help me on the areas. I'm not looking down on nobody. If it sounds like that, last thing I'm going to say, if it sounds like that, I'm terribly wrong and I apologize but I promise you our young people need to run from weed and alcohol like it's Satan they need to to just go by five years without smoking or drinking anything because we are not in a position as a people under the thumb of white supremacy to be somewhere not being able to be conscious or cognizant or are having all of our capacity If we If I can't get people to see we Israel In the church who's Conscious and alert How do you think they're going to be if they start That they're a little high
3: Let me jump in right here Okay I wasn't I wasn't particularly talking about The body of Christ When I brought that up However I don't believe that there's anything going on in the world that's not going on in the church. I personally don't believe that. Too much of the world in church. So and again we got a lot of a lot of our young people that's coming to church high. And we telling them, well, hey, if they long as they in the house, long as they in the house. Eventually God will take that taste out of their mouth. But here's what I and then here's here's let me let me address this too. Let me go back and get this. I do believe uh that we're called to 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 change the world. I do I do believe that. I believe that's what the commission is all about. He said he came for those in need of a physician. He didn't come for us. Now, as it relates to how we handle one another, that's something totally different. But our mission is absolutely to change the world um, or introduce a dying world to uh, a living Savior. So absolutely, I believe that. Also, I believe that um marijuana abuse is as it's as uh damning as this whole white supremacy and uh um, uh prosperity purity movement that swept through the church. I think it's as damning. the reason I think that is because I believe. It's something called subtle. It's not subtle. It's not sneaky. It's something called subtle. Subtle can be missed and being caught later when it's too late. This is the This is the devil that we're dealing with. I believe that uh, marijuana is subtle. I believe it has a very subtle effect. Um, Not to mention, like I started off by saying earlier that this whole weed movement is totally different than what it was back in the day. They spray, they spray weed with, I think bug spray or something like that. They spraying it with TCP. They got, they got all kinds of stuff that they're doing. Okay, it ain't no such thing as what you see is what you get no more. It's just not. I'm too close to too many conversations to know and my own children is caught up in that web. Okay. So I know for a fact that it's it's a different animal today. It's a totally different animal. Totally different animal. So yeah, I absolutely believe that it's as damning or as harmful as white supremacy. I believe it's as harmful as the love of money. I believe it's as harmful as murder, because see, the thing is, we not that we we haven't mentioned is the fact that it's a
1: stronghold. It is. It's we a said it. Stronghold. We Said it. We said it. Oh yeah, I mentioned that. You did too. Okay.
3: Yeah, it's an absolute stronghold, and it's and, and it attacks the mind. That was the one thing that, that Paul admonished us to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. How are you renewing your mind with we how are you doing that? How how does that how is that working? I mean anybody can jump in right there. Somebody somebody help me please help me understand that. Well okay.
1: I I think you're gonna get an argument that A lot of things we're doing not renewing our mind. So, I mean, I can hear somebody saying that, but I I think we... I
3: ain't particularly talking about a lot of things. I'm talking about what we're talking about. I know it's... Even with the body of Christ, John mentioned, are we talking about the body of Christ, or are we talking about just in general? In the body of Christ, the body of Christ is so ate up, man. At this point... I'm tired of. I'm really kind of tired of talking about it for just a minute, for just a spell. I ain't tired of dealing with it because it's it's, it's important. It's important for us as a as a body of believers. But I'm really tired of seeing the profunery that's going on within the body of Christ. We've allowed so many things to creep in that. We don't we we can't even really recognize kingdom no more we can't we can't recognize the saved and the unsaved we can't recognize the called out one
4: because
3: we've allowed so much to go on in the body of Christ we've allowed so much worldliness to dominate we we've we've accepted so many things that god has rejected in the body of christ people just allowed this stuff to creep in
2: the bible well, says sale.
3: anyone come to you with any other doctrine other than that of jesus christ don't receive them into your house and if you do you're a partaker of his evil deeds we got way well, too many people that are partakers of the evil the subtle evil that has crept into the body of Christ—it's a damnable evil, like Doctor Ayomolak used to say. It's a damnable evil. What, well, Purcell? And we just—we just been lulled to sleep, man. Trying to defend stuff, present your body a living sacrifice, holy drugs and I op- op- how you present your body a living sacrifice full of drugs and alcohol? How? How? Holy and acceptable. Holy and acceptable. That's not acceptable. Anything that's mind altering, it's not acceptable. Why? Because now it's, it has become it, it, it's standing in the place of an idol. In my opinion, it just makes sense. Some of this stuff we we some of this stuff, man. We try to we try to make it too deep. It's not that deep. It's common sense. What I realize is common sense ain't common. It's just not. It's not. We got old fools too. It don't have nothing to do with age. It don't have nothing to do with color. None of that. So, we have got to, we have got to take another look, man. We got to take another look. We got to take another look, because white supremacy, absolutely, white supremacy, crazy within the body of Christ. We still have black churches and white churches. Come on, man. I think I said something about that before. That's crazy, but we all brothers and sisters in Christ. Come on, man. That's the most blatant white supremacy stuff out here.
1: Well, Purcell, I think you're on point, man. I think you're, you you know, and I hope nobody feel condemned as a believer. Uh, let me say that. and say it the right way because sometimes it's okay to feel condemned if you need it. I, 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 condemn is not the right word. I meant to say, I hope no one feel less than a believer. Just as believers, brothers and sisters, we just got to clean up our act. Brother Seth, starting with Brother Seth. In your your house, no skeletons, no skeletons, and no closets. He is to be Lord of every area. We're supposed to pull down every thought and bring it captive to the obedience of Christ. He's got to be Lord. He's got to be Lord. He's got to be Lord. All Purcell is saying, how can you offer your body a living sacrifice if you are smoking weed, drinking alcohol, eating pecan pie, looking at porn, whatever your vice is. No vices. He has to be Lord of it all. That's all I hear you saying, brother. I don't hear you putting yourself up Holier than now, or, under that, or none of that. I just hear you saying he has to be Lord of all. No strongholds. No strongholds should be in the life of a believer. Weaknesses, people fall like King David, like King Saul, like uh, uh, like, like Saul of the Old Testament, like J- Jeremiah. Every one of those people had times they would slip. But a lot of them did mm-hmm. not have what you call strongholds, as the Father could not have used them like he used them. Strongholds. Mm-hmm. Idolatry in your life is different. I'm telling you, that thing run your life. Let's take a break, everybody. Again, you've come to the Five and Stone Network. Uh, let's take a little break. Purcell, All right, you okay with a break? Brother John, you okay I'm with a break? Okay. All right, y'all, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Brother Seth, the founder of the network, and I want to say shalom, a peace, to all nations of people around the world. Although I may not know you, please know all people are loved and their opinions valued on this network. While our shows are pointed at solutions and encouragement to Israelites, aka Jews in the diaspora, all people can benefit from the truth the Most High is saying through Christ. And through his Holy Spirit, we call the Ruach Kakadesh sometimes. To the new listeners who want to comment, please call the phone number right there on the promo. You're probably looking at 914-205-5590. Again, the phone number to call right there on the promo is 914-205-5590. Press 1 uh, in order to comment to any other... Host or co host or any of our guests, you'll hear an operator say you're now on the host queue after you press 1. Once you're done commenting, press 1 again, and you'll hear the same operator say you're now off the host queue. So you have to be on the host queue in order for us to see your hand raised. And then when you get done again, press 1 the second time, and you'll hear her say you're off the host queue. The reason why it's important to be off the host queue once you've commented, because you may want to come back on to get a comment, and then you just simply press 1. Also, I want to remind everybody that we have a 500 shows with hundreds of topics, with uh, different guests from all walks of life, all different ethnic groups. We have people that travel the world, very intelligent people, very educated people on our shows. And, and more importantly, uh, a lot of God-centered people, a lot of people led by that Ruach HaFibacha, that Holy Spirit, uh, sharing on our network. So Google Five Smooth Stone Blog Talk Radio. That's the fastest way to get to us. Google Five Smooth Stone Blog Talk Radio, and you'll be able to enjoy over 500 episodes on various topics uh, at your leisure. Lastly, we want to remind everybody to follow the show. Follow the show. Please follow us. It gives us a bigger presence on the net. Plus, you benefit by getting a reminder sent to you anytime we do shows. Uh, We get these little reminders sent with all types of details of what's going on on the next show sent to you. Enjoy the rest of the show, and thank you for tuning into the Five Star Throne Network.
2: Are you a podcaster, YouTuber, lecturer, public speaker, or pastor? Did you know that having your audio transcribed has a panoply of benefits? Transcriptions help you create merchandise, improve your search engine optimization, grow your listenership, viewership, readership, and protect your content from potential shadow banning. If you would like more information, Please contact Yoel the Scribe at yoelbenyisrael.com. That's y o e l b e n y i s r a e l dot com. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Shalom.
1: Stone Network. I'm Brother Seth We have um, on Co-hosts Brother John Clark And Brother Purcell Porche Y'all's lines are open I want to uh, If I could Switch gears everybody um, If any one of y'all have comments On uh, the previous comment uh, The previous topic let me know I can go ahead and entertain that now And then I want to go to something else Anybody have anything You was, you wanted to say on uh, the topic before the break.
3: Yeah, let me let me say something.
1: Um,
3: as it relates to y'all, know my heartbeat is the body of Christ, okay? So, and all of its all of its shortcomings, you know, uh, me included. But the difference is. I'm on a mission, man. I'm on a mission to right the wrongs that's going on. I'm on a mission to be different that's what we that's that's what we should be thinking about. What's different about you than the unbeliever what's the difference what what is it about you that will compel them? So what you got? Yeah, the Bible said we just salted the earth. Are we? Are you? Are you really salt? I ran across this scripture, I think it was yesterday. And listen to this scripture, okay? Uh, found in the book of Matthew. Chapter 43rd verse through the 45th Verse this is what it says: Say ye have heard That it has been said That thou shalt love Thy neighbor and hate Thine enemy But I say unto you Love your enemy Bless them that curse you Do good to them That hate you And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that, here it is, that ye may be the children of your father, which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. The focal scripture is, That ye may be the children Of your What's different He said even the Taxpayer Love them that's being nice to them So this whole The first part of this Is talking about Us being different Us being soft Love your enemy When Typically, I mean it just makes sense. If somebody doggy you out, I ain't got no holler for you. That makes sense. But if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna um represent my father, then I'm going to love them in spite of who they are. Because I'm different, because I'm a called out one, because I'm a royal priesthood, because I'm a holy nation. So it should be something different about me. My witness is ruined, completely ruined, if I can sit with you and get hot. And you know I'm professing to be salt. My witness is of none effect now. Or if you roll up on me and I'm cussing somebody out. What's different? What's different about you? How are you representing the kingdom of God? How are you representing the king of kings? How are are you representing God changed my name to an ambassador because I'm on a mission and I'm on a mission all day. I don't get on my mission soapbox and then I'm living like hell. No, I'm on a mission. If I need to have a repentant heart in the area, then I'm repenting. I'm not thinking more highly of myself than I ought to. No, I'm a king's kid. I think like a king's kid. I'm representing the kingdom of God. There ought to be something different about the saints of God, the believers, the body of Christ. It It ought to be something different. That's what I'm saying We we gotta be We gotta look at The heartbeat of God It ain't the heartbeat of God For us to debate Be debating against one another Who's Who got the biggest Bible The heartbeat of God Is that we love one another That we Edify one another That we exhort one another That we Build one another up. That we each one reach one. That we teach one each other. That we come into the unity of the faith. I ran across another scripture that said, we need to be perfect as our Father is perfect. What does that mean? What does that mean, Ambassador? That means we ought to be mature in the faith. Or striving for maturity. Maturity is perfection. It ain't perfect. It ain't, now I'm perfect, I don't do nothing wrong. The Bible says it's not a just man upon this earth that doeth good and sin not. But my mission is perfection. My mission is to let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus. That's my mission I need to be like him I need to continue to strive To be like him He's my example Not my pastor This thing is personal He's my example If I'm going to be an agent of change In the earth Then he needs to be my example, period. This is where I'm at. This is where I'm at as it relates to the body of Christ and the foolishness that's going on within the body of Christ, the things that we've allowed to creep into the kingdom of God. That's, this is my position. This is where my disdain is. It's like we're not not concerned about being different. We're not concerned about making an impact. We're not concerned about souls. We're not concerned about discipleship. Somehow we've gotten to this thing where we just in the way. The Bible said, blessed is the man that walketh not. In the counsel of the ungodly Nor standeth in the way of the sinner Nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful In many instances Within the body of Christ We stumble and block We are chief stumbling blocks, And don't see it Because we going back and forth About who got the biggest Bible Come on man We got to wake up people of God We got to wake up We got a mission ahead of us man We literally have A dying world In front of us We got a savior that's coming back For a church without spot or wrinkle And from the looks of things He ain't coming back no time soon, trust me. So you can get that out your mind. He ain't coming no time soon.
1: Well, Purcell, really appreciate what you're saying. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And I, I believe that whenever I would hear that scripture, he's coming back without a church, without a spot or wrinkle. I want you to. Tell me what you think it is um, I used to say How can he ever come back Which church Didn't have spot or wrinkle Church always has spot or wrinkle But I think When yeah. I begin to examine that scripture And really look at it The true church The real church Because of his blood They don't have a spider wrinkle. And he's just simply coming back for the church. He's just simply coming back for the church. And I thank him for it. Huh? What do you say?
5: In interest of time, excuse me, but in interest of time, I just wanted to make uh, my final comment. And what, what it, it, it's absolutely the case that the church being without spot or wrinkle is not because of the works of the church. It's the propitiation and the works of the Father through Christ that makes that church without spot or wrinkle. Absolutely. But I wanted to quickly say consider the life of Samson. Samson, <laughs> if you place him within the scope of our conversation, he would be your weak smoker. He was a judge of Israel, but look at all. Look at look at his inability to maintain the law of Israel. He did not want. A woman from Israel. He wanted a stranger. He knew that you're not supposed to touch the carcass of a dead beast, but he not only touches it, he takes honey out of the dead
1: beast and shares it with his parents,
5: unbeknownst to them. Brother John, hold on,
1: quick interjection, and I do mean, whenever we do this, brothers and sisters, sure, because people have been accusing me of cutting folk off, so. And maybe I was, but I didn't mean to. So I'm just going to make this super quick. I don't know how you equate a weed smoker with Samson when a weed smoker that we're talking about stay high. Samson did the folly.
4: He did the folly. He did the folly. Hear
1: me out real quick. He did the folly. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Stupid stuff. But he wasn't walking around just constantly, constantly out of his mind, couldn't think because he was inundated by some drug.
5: It's not about the weed.
1: (laughs) That's not the point. As a matter of fact,
5: Samson did things that were specifically stated in the law
1: not to do. You can't even find it in the law not to smoke weed. No, we're talking That's about the drunkenness and not having having control of your capacity. That is a sin.
5: Call it what you like. But, but hold on. I didn't say drunkenness. I said you,
1: within the scope of this discussion, you could compare. I can't hardly hear you, Brother John.
5: To the weak. One moment.
1: I didn't want to say that because I, I, always I, he was, said, I said, there was. I said. I said. Hey there. Every time you call this show, Brother John we can't hear you half the time. Go
5: ahead. That's because I have to go out into this hallway to have this conversation, which I don't always care to do. It's a little echoey out here.
1: What I, got you I know. said so.
5: is that within the scope of this conversation, Samson would be your weed smoker. That's what I said. I didn't say anything about alcohol at that time. All I was simply trying to bring to bear was that, Samson was not keeping the law. But what did he say upon his death? Lord, remember me. Not that the Lord had forgotten him. He's telling the Most High, remember your covenant. Remember your covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Israel. Remember. And so I felt like that's important. Because, again, he attached himself to a harlot. The word says specifically that you're not attached yourself to a harlot. It says it specifically, but he did that. But did the Lord honor Samson in his death? Yes, he did. And and so, once again, anything that's not faith, and said, what You know, Samson had the faith to praise the Most High God because he knew He was. And so I'm not making I'm not making excuses for the people who are easily beset by whatever given sin that they have. I'm just saying that's between them and God. And if it's a man, if it's a if it's a born again believer. That's the only time I'm supposed to step in and talk to an individual about whatever that given situation is. If it's somebody who's on the world, that's not a conversation for us. Thank you for allowing me to have my words. Much respect right. to Brother Purcell. Much respect right. to Brother Seth. Um, we just have these discussions. It's not to just be contrary. It is hopefully to find insight uh. And I hope that the back and forth, the discourse, allows us to do that. Thank you, brothers.
1: Absolutely. All right, Brother John, we appreciate the comment, Brother Purcell. Uh, I want to switch gears, if I can. I originally wanted to open up the show with this, but see how patient I am. Uh, hour and 45 minutes later. But I do want to talk about something, if it's okay to switch. Priscilla, do you have any final comments to Brother John before I do that?
3: No, I'm good. I'm good. He opened up that that body of Christ can of worms. You know how I get with that.
1: Yeah. My thing so, is this, yeah. the whole body of Christ thing, Priscilla. What you're saying, I cannot take away. For those that in the body of Christ that still go to church, there you have it. But the church is empty compared to the people that's in America and the people that's actually <clears throat> in the cathedrals. There's 300, I think, over 300 million people in America. The only people that's thriving now is really the mega churches, and I question why everybody want to go there. A lot of people are going there because it is mega. So as far as people mm-hmm. they're really wanting to really go to church and do to get a, really get into it, I don't think we have the bulk of our people. The bulk of our people is listening online to different things. That's why buying smooth songs online. It's where the people at yeah. that don't go to church. I guarantee you, if we can open the line and talk. Again, those of you on the phone lines, if you want to get in on this, you heard the little audio I played earlier, press one. If you're online and you're listening and you're enjoying it, and you have a comment or question, call the number right there in front of you on that promo, 914-205-5590. Then I, I want to do it the show since we got these audio things we're playing now. But anyway, I want to talk about the us of Seth, of Purcell, Oftentimes people do not listen to these networks because people think some kind of way, and this is not at no one person or at black people or so-called white people, so-called black people. This is just something I have experienced over the years. It came up again in the show, but it really isn't. Targeted no certain person It's even targeted at Seth Myself what I'm about to say This is a reminder to myself That when I Do shows And I bring on people This is a reminder to every one of the co-hosts We say something And we say Yah said Or God said We could get it wrong and, therefore, we're in error, and it's just us. If we do that, you then can categorize us with uh, and say things like the scholars know more than us, those that are scholarly about a topic. You can actually put them over us at that point because we operate in our own vein, but then I don't know because some of us still are scholars. Even if we're not following the Holy Spirit, like most of the world, we still can go out and learn some things just by science and technology, blah, blah, blah. There's some things you can learn. For a lot of people that don't know the Father, they, they're smart. Let's just go there because nature teaches. You can study bones and archaeology and previous people writings, etc. etc. et cetera. And I really want to do a whole show about what I'm saying now. That's what I thought was going to happen tonight, but it's okay. We can talk about alcohol, and we, Lord knows, a whole lot of people on that tip. But maybe next show I'll do this. Uh, of course, if, if the uh, McCrays are not coming on Sunday, I have to get with them, but I promise you we're going to do a show on this. Who is Seth Turner, and what is his authority? Who is the five smooth, Stones co host and what is their authority? I can't speak for the co host, even though I... Truly believe they would say What I'm saying but I can't speak for another Man's work but I tell you all this Brothers and sisters If I say the most High said something Could I get it wrong Of course Okay I said it there it goes I said it I can get it wrong But I'm going to tell you something A whole lot of times I say that I have not gotten it wrong And when I do get it right I am Yah. If his word is spoken by me, how is it any less than when he said? If he says, I'm sending my son, he's coming back soon, and I say that, how is Jeremiah going to say it different? How is Pastor Paul going to say it different? Okay, who then's become the authority when he's coming back as far as, it's that, it's that comment, that, it's that word. That's literally how I think. I promise y'all, I take a backseat to nobody. This network take a backseat to nobody. Folks come on here and sometimes I don't even know if they believe what they're saying. Kind of like they're playing ministry. I'm talking about callers, maybe even co-hosts at times. I don't know. I can't speak for another man's work. I know sometimes I wonder if people believe what they say. But I promise you, speaking for Brother Seth now, Purcell get the mic next he can say what he feels. If I say the Father told me something I keep saying it for years and years and years there's a good chance Brother Seth is right. Now, what am I saying? Believe me, just because of what I'm saying that would be kind of controlling actually. That's kind of witchcraft. That's not what I'm doing. I'm saying really listen to what I'm saying. Go check it out. That's why I tell you go check out everybody. But As far as questioning my authority and then you click on another show and there's somebody with all these letters behind his name, you just believe in him, that's not fair, brothers and sisters. I say that's not fair. If there are people on the earth talking about a matter and somebody is under the unction of the Holy Spirit, they are the authority. If they're saying exactly how the father give it to him please y'all understand this five stool stone network the book i'm writing i am going all out and i'm talking listen y'all just so y'all because i know how people think they think it's not about no certain person i'm talking about i want y'all to hear me out my own wife i know she don't mind me sharing this because it's just our life over the years, Arlene has said, you have to be careful just saying stuff. People do going to say, well, who are you? So quote a, a source. Quote an encyclopedia. Quote a this. Quote a that. And I said, okay, you got a good point. And the father arrested me over that. Yeah, there are some times I should quote if I'm quoting them. Yes. If you're quoting Dr. Francis Cresswell Wilson, yes, say it. But now if you feel like the Holy Spirit is giving you some, stand square up. Look straight ahead into the eye of those listeners, and you say what you got to say, and you don't take a back seat to anybody. I remember one time, brother, since I was riding in first class, I have to say first class for a reason, I'm not boasting, I was riding in first class, I was an employee of America Airlines, so it ain't like I'm buying all these tickets, So, but I was riding first class, oftentimes. and I remember seeing a gentleman with a briefcase, and back then nobody had a laptop per cell, and he had his laptop out, and he had charts up on it, and he just looked. Just the way he was dressed, I can tell Stu was a high roller. Okay, He was represents Fortune 500 company. or maybe own one of them. He just had that look. And I was sitting by him and I began to think about myself. So, Seth, what are you about? And I remember I was flying to somewhere. I was going to do some ministry but, you know, I'm non-revving what they call non-revving or flying as an employee. Didn't really pay for my ticket. But I'm in, I'm in first class feeling like probably really shouldn't be because i really can't afford it and then i was thinking about my ministry how small it was and then yes i was you know getting some traction people was believing me and i don't forget where i was going i think i was going to atlanta somewhere probably ellis sometime we i remember i went through washington with him to meet this uh uh, uh the newman life publisher the one that published uh jake's Anita Bynum and Miles Monroe, Ella Sure used to ghostwrite him. And I, don't, I think it may have been that. No, it wouldn't have been that time because he would have been with me. So I remember what, what it was. It was one of those trips I was going, and, and I always try to minister And I began to feel so little compared to this gentleman with this, this businessman. And I remember it like yesterday. This came over me. And it's like something exposed him to me. And I was saying this man is an American businessman, the most hated businessman in the world. They are the ones wreaking havoc on our planet. They are the ones that's causing pollution. Now, was his company doing all of that? Probably not. But what I'm trying to say is these people rub elbows with each other. This This is those that control the world. And so I began to look and the father began to really expose just what an American businessman is. Noam Chomsky, who they say is the smartest human on our planet, I don't know about all that, but they say Noam Chomsky is the smartest person that's walking the planet. It's lots of people said he's the brightest thinker of our time. That's what they say. But Noam Chomsky said, I don't I don't agree with that. I think that's white supremacy right there, but I do think he's smart. He said when you see two businessmen, American businessmen talking. Now he's implying white. They are discussing how to scam people. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that for a minute. This smart MIT professor say when well, you see two white businessmen, American businessmen, their primary goal is to scam the people. That's pretty deep. And I That's think right. I mean, they they don't even call it scamming. They'll just call it the business deal or innovative this or that. they got all these words, these friendly, big words to make you think they're so. But at the end of the day, they're scamming people. They're charging them for something way more than what it's supposed to be. Interest, inflation, and taxes, they say, is the biggest thing we pay in our life. And one of them, them cats, is talking about. That deal is going to do one of those things. They're going to be charging you for some. They're going to make a product for $2 and turn around and charge it for 80 and they'll say it's the markup of some, some marketable word or phrase. At the end of the day, the American, way. The American people. What was that, Purcell? It's the American way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when the father got through exposing that guy, and then he said, well, let's look at what you're representing. Me, Seth, you're going to share with so-and-so, forget who exactly it was, to talk about uplifting the people. Tell a truth that used to be known in the earth, but Satan came. And cause millions to forget who they were. You're going to remind them they're Israel and they need to return back to the Most High. And then oftentimes I'll be on going international waters. I'll feel it again. Maybe I'm going to Venezuela or somewhere and I'll be feeling the same way. And I'll look over at the businessman. I'll feel little. Like, look at you. You're just not a rabbit. You didn't even pay for the ticket. You're going to Israel. ticket $10,000 or $9,872.53, and you didn't pay it. But you're in first class. I look over, and when I took Arlene and them, and they sitting there, and there's Lydia and Josiah. All of them in first class. If they'd asked us to pay for our ticket, with the ticket being $9,000 a person, you do the math times four. That's $36,000 trip. So what are you going for, Seth? Well, I'm going back to the land of my people, the homeland. I'm going to learn more about who I was, and I brought my family, and I got guests in the back, and I'm taking I've taken 40 people to Israel. So then I begin to feel like Purcell, say, an ambassador. I'm on kingdom business. This is not just a trip. And when we get to Israel, those people of Damona, let us know. Welcome home, brother. Welcome home, sister. Hey, Brother Seth. Hey, Brother Kolai, how you doing? Brother Aviat, yeah, hey, man. Central America, North America, I mean, all parts. I mean, you're talking about every continent represented there in DeMona. People, Israelites, have returned home. So I quit feeling intimidated by these little briefcase con. Con artists on these flights And I know a lot of these people are good people Some of them even believers But I'm telling you, if they're working for that system You never, ever should take a backseat Which brings me back to my Off. And again, those of you that Listen to the show You know what happens at 10 o'clock If you don't call the show You will not be able to listen to this the next few minutes But we're definitely about to wrap up, for real I'm, I'm done That's too late to go into this deep. I'm going to get some words from Purcell We're wrapping up But if you want to hear the rest of what I'm saying, call the number, 914-205-5590. All right. And if you have a question or comment, press 1. We will entertain your question, even though we're wrapping them. Not a problem. I see somebody just called. Okay. All right. Anybody else? It's fine. And I didn't check the chat room. Anybody with questions or comments, you can also... uh, call the chat room and we will entertain your question as well. I mean uh, type away in the chat room we'll entertain your questions okay. as well. So listen Purcell, we would love to know your comment on this and then we can wrap up but let me just finish. To those and I'm gonna do a whole show and this coming real real soon because I think the father allows to come back up so I can so we can talk about what give us the authority to be on here saying all these outlandish things we're saying about so called whites so-called blacks, uh, race based on color, uh, leprosy. The authority to go. My wife, I love her dearly. She is just a smart lady. and She have helped me, and a lot of things she have said have helped me really, you know, say a lot of things I'm saying right now. So I appreciate her for challenging me early on and saying you gotta let people know you gotta quote sources. Yes, I do. If I'm quoting those people Because that's their work But when I get something from those high I don't quote nobody else I say the most high said And folks, if the most high really did say it Who am I second to? If the most high really did give me The revelation of the giant And the white supremacy Who am I second to? So here's how it's going to go down I say to you what I feel the Father is saying, and I said, I feel the Father showed me this, the Father showed me that, and guess what you do, brothers and sisters? You say, you quote me then. You say, I will listen to a scholar, brother Seth, talk about something. Then I'm the scholar, or the most high is the scholar through me. You quote me. When I write this book, you say, Seth brother Seth said in his work and you quote my book then you quote me if I quote you I'll quote your work. but if I say thus, said the Lord I don't need no footnotes for that I don't need to be quoting nobody else if I'm taught of the Lord I'm telling myself that the father give me I am the scholar I and I'm saying that for a reason because a lot of you listen to these shows. You listen to Sisters on Network. You kind of like, they hey, take us like we're a joke halfway listening. But if you was to tune the TV in the day store, you'll sit up there with a notepad, you know, listen to them as though they're the father. You are wrong, and you operating in white supremacy. Like Brother John say, I oh. travel. It don't, mean, it don't mean nothing just cause I travel, because that don't mean nothing. Cause you're going to plane and go somewhere. But let's get that out of the way but it's the most high, I asked him, was there anybody in the Bible that looked like me? I asked him those five questions that turned into five smooth stones. He answered, so you should be quoting me as a source. Talking about the most high, y'all, did he tell me or not? Then trusting some people that's looking at bones and they're quoting other people's work who in most cases were white supremacists. You know they was hiding black culture and black glory and hiding our uh, uh, anything black, anything so-called dark-skinned people or melanated people did. You know those racist archaeologists and those racist writers and those racist philosophers and those racist just to set up that, the earth, you know, hundreds in the last, I don't know, thousand years. Why are you gonna be quoting them like that? The authority—that's what I don't get. So my wife does not do that no more. I am the authority when I listen to the Most High. When I listen to the Most High, and I say to all of you, "Prove me wrong, preachers, I'll sit down with so many pastors and preachers and bishops, prove me wrong." Jefferson Edwards, prove me wrong, Ben Kinchlow, I'm only naming people that have heard me speak. Prove me wrong, Oral Roberts. Prove me wrong. We was at a conference in Tulsa, and the name of the conference was Blacks in the Bible. Oral Roberts sit 15 feet from me. CBN, Pat Robertson, Ben Kinchelow was in the back. So they heard me. I was the first question. Jefferson Edwards was on the panel. I was just at his house questioning his book. And it caused him to invite me over to his house and his ministry. So I literally was at Jefferson Edwards' house and ministry. The reason he invited me over his house is because he said, God. Uh, there was uh, the black man, father was Ham. Japheth was the white man, and Shem is the father of the Israelites, of the Jewish people. I said, it's impossible. Now I'm at Darrell Wilson Church here in Fort Worth, the guy who's always with Miles Monroe. I'm at his church. I hear Jefferson. And I walks up to him while he's eating and say, I love your book. But I don't have trouble with this. So he gave him his phone number. Then in Tulsa, while I fly in there to talk to John, then one day coming home, I called Jefferson. Again, my flights is kingdom business. I was in search as well as learning things and sharing things. So I called Jefferson. I said, balance the population. He said, what do you mean by that? I say, Jefferson, the white men have killed a whole planet full of black people. If we, if he didn't kill a planet full of black people, there would be no white people. Now prove your theory that Japheth is the father of the white man. There ain't no white man, Jefferson. He said to me, "Interesting. I want you to come to uh, Kansas City." I say, "I work for the airlines. I can come today." He said, "Okay. I'm asking my airport to get you." Jefferson Edwards sent me a limousine to the airport. The guy brought me to his house. It wasn't a limousine, limousine. It was a guy that came. There was limoing pretty much, but it wasn't a limousine, limousine. But the guy took my bags out of my hands, put in his car. He drove me to Jefferson Edwards' home. I met his wife, his little daughter, Maya, Maya, and so forth. We talked that night, but the next day, do when they really value. you Nobody know about this. He took me to this headquarters. He sit at the desk. He said, "Now talk." When well, nobody in that whole office. He got a big office, big ministry. And I just talked to him about leprosy. Talked to him about the Israelites. Jefferson no more say the word fair. He say, "You know fair skin." I said, "Bro, fair skin. I mean white. Fair skin mean beautiful." And I and I challenged him. He don't use that no more. But I'm not trying to throw him under the bus, and my point is, Father's been using me, at, with all these different people were well, back to the convention over in Tulsa with Oral Roberts. Now, Oral Roberts lived in Tulsa, he was there. So the first question was questioning blacks in the Bible. I was the first question, Jefferson was on that panel, and I said, I have trouble with the name of this conference, blacks in the Bible. I said, I don't have no trouble finding blacks in the Bible. The thing I have trouble finding is whites in the Bible, and I kid you not. Jefferson started laughing, and everybody clapped. This is what I mean by I take no back seat to anyone. And it ain't just because that was all Roberts. It's been like that I can keep naming people like that. I am the scholar. I said I am the scholar if and when I listen to the Holy Spirit. If I don't do that, I'm just a nigger from the projects. In this system, I'm just really a nigger from Butler Housing Projects in Fort Worth. I'm nobody. So which identity do you think I'm going to be walking in half the time on this show? Purcell? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: that was... That was good, Seth. That was that was that was very good, uh, and I like that you finished that with the Holy Spirit because He is the difference maker. He is absolutely the difference maker. Um, he leads us and guides us into all truth. But God, from the very beginning, gave us authority. He gave us the authority over everything, over every living creature, on and under the earth. So, yeah, there is an authority that uh, we walk in, or we should walk in. But what you're talking about is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit evidence. This is something we don't talk about. All we hear about in the quote-unquote church or the body of Christ, however you want to state it, Um, all we hear about is the evidence of speaking, the evidence of the Holy Ghost living on the inside of you is speaking in other tongues. That's all we hear about. We don't hear about Speaking boldly is evidence of the Holy Ghost living on the inside of you. Speaking boldly. That's what the Holy Ghost does because you have a boldness or a confidence. This is why I make my T-shirts that say, and I mentioned this before, I make T-shirts that say my confidence is in the power of God. Okay, so but it's it's the Holy Ghost that gives you the boldness to say what he said because you know that when you speak God's word according to his word, that it will never return void. But it didn't stop there. It said it will accomplish whereto it's been sent. So absolutely when you speak God's word, you are God. I know that sounds crazy, but you are one with we this is what
2: this is another
3: one of our this is another one of our goals as a believer. One of another one of our goals is to be one with God's word. when we are one with God's word, what happens is we walk in what's called integrity because we are one with God's word. that's what integrity is so Our mission, another one of our missions as a believer, is to become one with God's word. Because it's the word that shapes you, molds you, makes you. It's the word. It makes us, the word makes us who we become. So absolutely, Seth. I'm I'm all over that, bro. I'm with, uh, I'm right there with you. If I say, the Lord said, Amen, and it line up with God's word, then God might might as well have Himself said
1: it. You know and, what? And Even if you don't get it right, totally right. You got only half the vision. To compare a scholar on the earth swimming in white supremacy—that's got all kind of letters behind the name—and I'm not hating on people with education because you can have an education and have the Holy Spirit. Don't don't play me like that, brothers and sisters. I'm not knocking education. And why I say I'm just a nigga from the projects—I only I only use that language to say that's what the system taught me. That's not our talk. So please forgive me for that, but but I just want to say, even if you don't get it right, and you got only half the vision, that's more insight than a lot of scholars combined. Y'all are talking about white supremacy when y'all are talking about uh, uh, you should, like Arlene said, you should, you should uh, quote where that's from, as though you're nobody. So quote somebody, so you can be heard. I had one person to tell me, and this is actually was wisdom. And uh, it's Brother Troy. I'm going to call his name, man. I know he listened out. The, uh, the the gentleman I had on, so-called white gentleman I had on some time back, but he said, what you're saying is so controversial, you may have to have some people to go before you and say, y'all, we're about to bring on a brother on the stage, and he's going to say some things that's going to be pretty whatever. And Troy was right. That's wisdom. But I shouldn't have to. But unfortunately, I think he's right. I'm going to have to have some big names. That's the whole purpose of forwarding the book. You have people forwarding your book, which I'm going to do, like Troy said, but I hate it. I shouldn't have to have degree people with letters behind their name to introduce me when they can't hold a candle to what I'm saying in some areas, just like I probably can in their areas. I'm not hating on them brothers and sisters. I'm just saying when you pay your dues and you travel around the world with clipboards and notepads all in my pocket. My wife's joking with me right now. we got all these notepads and, and books and pamphlets and stuff I've been collecting over 40 years almost, 30 years for sure. And I'm, I'm sitting up doing the work, learning while some of y'all are looking at TV. I'm talking about saints. I'm talking about Holy Ghost Phil folks just looking at TV and chilling and drinking and smoking and I'm paying dues. Then when I go to talk, I got to wait behind some of y'all because y'all got letters behind your name. That pisses me off. Bro, let go of this. I constantly research. You check my pockets any day of the week. I got notes, concepts. I'm in my bathroom right now looking at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 notes Research Saying Seth, don't forget to do research on this Here's a note that says Research involuntary response Y'all never heard me say those two words But this is something The involuntary research, Which your body do Without you even knowing Research profaning his name Purcell kind of hit that months ago I still got it up on my One uh, my thing some black women fear the harm of their sons, hinder their son from facing things that make them a man. That's on my bathroom wall. White supremacy. This says no matter the age, a white male rule over black women in every way, including sexually. It don't matter They're not to be old white men. I've seen young white males, because of who they are, rule in certain areas Especially when they say a thing I've seen black women just kowtow into young white males I mean I, I, I'll let this thing go and I'm not obsessed I don't have a demon it's not an idol in my life it's just research I'm that guy I'm that scholar
3: Yeah, I, and, and right you know here. What,
1: uh, last name, se, I'm sorry, but this right here is the ultimate form of white supremacy. So you're basically saying I got to go through their system for you. Hear me? That what they really saying? Now, like I said, Arlene, yeah. she don't change her mind. She don't do this no more. But I'm just saying, early on she was saying you just can't say nothing. Now she realized, yeah. yes, he can. The Holy Spirit is showing him Go ahead, Priscilla
3: Yeah, I was going to say I attest to What Seth is saying Because Seth and I used to be roommates And Seth Will make a note On a napkin It was the funniest thing, man he used to pull these papers out of his pocket. It looked like it, it looked like trash. I was man, why you got? What is all of that in your pocket? Man, it would be little pieces of paper. Staff will write a note on a chewing gum wrapper. i I'm not making it up. I'm not exaggerating. Not one iota. This man got notes everywhere, everywhere. This is why you've heard me say on this network that he's actually one of the smartest friends I got. He's smarter than me, you know, which which uh, most of my friends are smarter than me, and that's by design. So um, that's one of the reasons why I like coming on this Five Smooth Stones network, because not so that I can uh, – That's so that I can run off at the mouth, you know, and say what I know. Oftentimes, I learn a lot of stuff on here. Brother John is a very, uh, very, I can just tell. He's a very smart dude. He's a very smart dude. So when he speaks, I'm listening. So I know he's a very smart dude because I can hear it. Okay. But I, I 100% agree with you, sir. Percent agree with you. I'm the authority when I'm speaking under the unction of the Holy Ghost. I'm the authority. Then I'm the scholar. I don't need. Uh, uh, I don't need a co My credit is perfect. I don't need a down payment. My credit is perfect. So absolutely, absolutely. And the believer, the believer ought to walk like that. The believer ought to talk. That's why the Holy Ghost is so important. Because you can only walk like that and talk like that Under the unction of the Holy Ghost Amen Okay So that's 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 important for the believer To understand That you need The Holy Ghost You need the Holy Ghost man He's not just a great thing To have in your arsenal No You need him Every step of the way You need him You need him To lead you and guide you Into truth Into all truth That's what the word says He leads us and guides us Into all truth So you need the Holy Ghost and that that was that's powerful, man. that's powerful what you said. That's powerful. and you're absolutely right. People recognize the Holy Ghost. when the Holy Ghost is present, even if they don't have the Holy Ghost, they recognize him when you speak. People feel like the disciples felt when Jesus spoke. They said, didn't our hearts burn when he spoke? It's a different, it's something different about experiencing the Holy Ghost. That's why that guy had uh, somebody meet you at the airport. That's why that guy brought you to his office. He recognized the Holy Ghost. It wasn't so much that he was enamored with death. He recognized it was the Holy Ghost that he was arrested by. And in the in the in the conference, it was the Holy Ghost that spoke through you boldly to say what you said about I don't have an issue finding black people in the Bible. It's white people I have a issue finding. That was the Holy Ghost. So he he is
1: And Purcell. Yeah. Quick interjection, we are wrap up the show, everybody. I mean, final minutes, Priscilla's wrapping up. But Or Roberts got up after the whole thing. I only say this because he's the biggest name I've mentioned so far, but there's other ones. Believe that, there's other ones. But he said things that went forth in this conference need to be heard by the whole world. And I don't think he would have just said that. Go ahead, brother. Yeah.
3: Yeah. People people yeah, and I'm and I'm wrapping up, but people recognize the Holy Ghost, man. People recognize the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost get people's attention. The the Holy Ghost will literally shift the atmosphere, change the atmosphere. As people get set free by the Holy Ghost, people get delivered by the Holy Ghost. People's lives are changed, rearranged. By the Holy Ghost It's the Holy Ghost man I'm nothing I'm nothing apart from him Nothing So So I I, I second the motion man Everything you said I I think that's powerful what you said um, And I I am I'm uh, All for That topic I'm all for that topic because I think you and I have spoke about that before, about the authority that we have, that we uh, that we uh, fail to walk in and embrace, but it's necessary for the believer to understand the authority that we've been given, and I'm going to close with this scripture right here, Matthew eighteen eighteen through twenty it says verily I say unto you whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven again I say unto you that if two of you shall agree On earth As touching anything That they shall ask It shall be done for them Of my Father Which is in heaven For where two or three are gathered together In my name There am I in the midst of them Whatsoever ye shall bind On earth Heaven is moved by what authority we take here on earth. So powerful. I'm going to say that one more That's time. the
1: ambassadors.
3: Exactly. Heaven is moved by whatsoever authority we take here on earth. Bishop Boy, Ambassador Purcell and Del Porche, all the way out here in Cincinnati, Ohio. Thought Life Kingdom Ministries, where we believe in bringing the saltiness back to the believer through rightly dividing the word of truth and kingdom principles. I love each and every one of you. There's not a thing you can do about it. And I'm out.
1: I appreciate those words, brother, and I appreciate you and I appreciate Brother John for coming on, sharing uh, the things he shared, always stirring, uh, getting us to think, getting us to be more solid a lot of times by what we say. You have to know, Brother John, sometimes he's just trying to sharpen us up, and uh, I have to remember that. Sometimes Brother John is just trying to get us to, what's the word, really think about what we're saying in the scheme of things, but I do appreciate him. So, brothers and sisters, there you have it from Brother, uh, uh, the Ambassador Purcell Poche. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this show. I really enjoyed all of it. I think it was needed. I think it was, uh, you heard a lot tonight As as I recap real quick, you hear Purcell talk about what's the difference, man, between you, the believer, and the world. That's the question to you. How are you different? Pretty much he was saying be the ambassador and represent the kingdom. Can you do all that smoking, weeding, drinking? I'm not going to get back into it. Y'all heard what we said, folks. Then we talked about, uh, of course, wine not being a sin, but it was just uh, unwise things to do, especially if those of us that's becoming Christ. Why do you need to be mellowed out? When you have the gifts of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit to comfort you. Sorry, brothers and sisters. Y'all know I'm rushing off to work. We do these shows and then I go off to work, so please forgive me. But, brothers and sisters, question: How can you be that ambassador Purcell just spoke about, representing the kingdom and all the power that it has? And you need the world vices to stay afloat. You need marijuana. You need alcohol. Just the deal. How are you representing the kingdom? It's not to throw you on the bus, because we all got issues, but we got to quit using it as an excuse, too. Required to be perfect, even as he is perfect. We're supposed, we're supposed to strive towards perfection. Not to go so far and quit, because everybody got a, you know, a vice. You, me, are supposed to strive to be perfect. I Think it was a good show and I love again as we talked about our authority as believers We are nothing to play with brothers and sisters when we are operated by that Ruach HaKadosh or that Holy Spirit Do not trivialize Brother Purcell uh, Brother John, or myself, or anybody that come on, especially this network, because we're really, really trying to hear from the Most High, and then to turn around and share with you, the listener. This network is nothing to play with. You got men well over fifty, in most cases. They Purcell might. I don't know if Purcell is fifty yet. Brother Kenwin. they may be the baby younger's. But they're very serious. You hear the passion in Purcell. He's not playing. I said he's not playing. Listen to the words of this song. We'll see you on Sunday night, then Tuesday night, and then back here again on Thursday. I think Thursday will probably deal with that whole piece we deal with at the end of this broadcast. Good night. Powerful song coming your way.